Welcome to Preston's Super Show. Talking about the AEW Dynamite results from last night, reactions, grades, and the good analysis right here from your host, Preston Olson. Samoa Joe comes out there. He's ready to cut a segment here. He's ready to let you know something. The AEW World Champion steps forward before he's interrupted by Hook, who he beat down this past week, but more importantly, does Hook not cut promos? Is that like not something he does? He said like two words. And I don't know if it's just like a a thing with him being so young that they don't want him to talk so much, beat up a couple security guards and he leaves. I mean, it is what it is. But definitely Samoa Joe is like, you know, old enough to be the guy's dad. So it's like, it's just a, it's just an interesting scenario because I like Hook, but I feel like what is Hook doing exactly? Hangman Adam Page up against Penta El Zaro Medio with Alex Abrahams. Hangman and Penta shake heads. Good match. I thought it was some good work they had in there. It and it wasn't like something you would have glossed over you would have paid attention to the entire match like I did because number one Hangman Adam Page mixing it up with Penta is just a treat I think the biggest takeaway what I take away from that match is that Hangman Adam Page is going to keep you know pushing towards the title he's going to keep rushing towards the title and then when you look at Penta He's just a great performer that every time he's out there, he lifts, you know, his competition to a higher level. I give that grade of that match a B plus. It was a lot of fun. Next up, we get a really cool match after Orange Cassidy. He cuts a little promo. It's a little bit weird. I don't know if he if he did that on purpose, if he forgot what he was saying or I don't know. A lot can happen. But whatever it was, it was just like a bizarre promo he cuts but he's not even wrestling he comes out there backing up Trent Barretta he's got um so Trent Barretta has Orange Cassidy Rocky Romero and Chuck Taylor in his corner and on the other side Wardlow has the undisputed kingdom in his corner Wardlow was very dominant in this match and uh looked like he was just gonna have his way with uh Trey Beretta, but then Beretta fights back. Um, and and really, even though there were so many people that could have gotten involved, the match really was focused on those two. And they did a good job of keeping the focus on these two men. And Wardlow ends up coming out on top in a great match. It was a lot of fun. I give that a B plus. Deanna Perrazzo and Tony Storm face-off. I like how they did the face-off. Deanna Perrazzo, Virtuosa, and Tony Storm on the other side of the walkway. And on Tony Storm's side, it's vintage film noir. On Deanna Perrazzo's side, you get, you know, color TV. And what you see is, you know, Renee Paquette doing a good job of handling the talent here. Letting them both go at each other until shoes are thrown and then punches are thrown and that's how exactly how it went between Deanna Perrazzo and Tony Storm I like 
how Tony cuts her promos and, and how she really, you know, takes charge. I think that's really good. And she said something very interesting. She said that uh, Deanna Perrazzo is the best technical wrestler. And I thought that was like a very bold claim. And, and that, that was actually kind of smart on our part to explain it that way. Now, I don't agree, but I think that it was smart because Deanna Perrazzo came on over from TNA. And a lot of people, you know, may not really understand her background as a technical specialist in the ring. And I think that Tony Storm did a good job of alluding us all to that. Now we look at the next match. A lot of fun with Swerve Strickland up against Jeff Hardy. Swerve had Prince Nana in his corner. Uh, and and uh, Jeff Hardy had his brother Matt. Jeff Hardy. Great match from him, Swerve Strickland. Good match from him as well. I think, ultimately, it's hard for Jeff Hardy to, you know, realistically beat Swerve um, in this type of environment. The reason I say that is because Swerve is, you know, I expected a bigger pop from the audience. I don't know if the audience is just too full or just whatever. But I just expect a little more energy from the audience that was there. And Swerve Strickland, being as, you know, talented as he is, and, he, and he's okay with, like, slowing down a little bit for Jeff Hardy. And then Jeff Hardy was still able to not only take all of the abuse, but he sold it well. And you got to give him a lot of credit on uh, how Jeff Hardy's been able to maintain through all these years but Swerve Strickland wins I give that match a, a flat B because I wasn't against the match I thought it wasn't a good match I don't think it was a great match I thought it was a good match two different styles two very different styles then we got uh, Thunder Rosa up against Red Velvet and on the AEW Dynamite 2 hour program once we hit this point you were feeling settled in. Good singles action. The rankings are back. So everybody's really, you know, fired up. They're they're kind of focused on, hey, you know, we have a system in place on how we're going to know who's going to challenge next, you know. Thunder Rosa up against Red Velvet. And I think Thunder Rosa showed a lot of moxie. I think Red Velvet shows us that she's going to keep getting better. But more importantly is that Red Velvet has a lot of moves and she can continue to grow on that move set and I think she'll be a pretty dominant force in the women's division but for Thunder Rosa she just has the complete package you know she's what you're looking for in a star she has the identity she has you know the backing of the audience and then she has the you know finesse to get it done inside the ring Thunder Rosa wins I give the match grade an A minus Darby Allen and Sting. Now, they're in there talking to each other. And I think this is more to like show the audience how close these two really are. Darby Allen's the prodigy of Sting, where that's what they want us to believe. And Sting, we don't know how long Sting's got left. We don't know how long Sting wants to do this for. 
we, we just don't know. You can't really know anything with Sting. He's done such a good job of just being the most mysterious character in all of professional wrestling history. Sting's the most mysterious guy. I mean, you tell The Undertaker, but The Undertaker gets right out in front of you, and Sting has always been the mysterious guy. Darby Allen has grown on me. I think he's grown on a lot of people. And I think his work inside the ring speaks, you know, volumes to how far he's come. He's, he's a lot quicker than he was when he started. He's stronger than he was when he started. And he's, he's durable. He's held up. And you don't hear about him missing a lot of action due to injury. That's something to pay attention to. AEW World Trios Championship. The acclaimed, which is Max Caster and Anthony Bowens, and daddy-ass Billy Gunn with Bullet Club Gold versus the Mogul Embassy, Brian Cage, Bishop Khan, and Toa Leona with Prince Nana. So Prince Nana comes back down. Prince Nana's all over the place. He's getting a lot of camera time. They squared off, you know, uh, with Anthony Bowens up against Brian Cage, and it just, it pretty much goes into chaos from there. The Acclaimed come out on top, the Acclaimed and Daddy-ass Billy Gunn come out on top, and uh, you get a little treat at the end of all that. I give that match just a B-, minus, but at the end you get to see someone I really like in this business, and that's Sareeb Deeb. And she's coming back. She's coming back. And someone else who's back in the swing of things is Adam Copeland. For, for, you formerly know him as Edge. In AEW, he's, he's Adam Copeland. And he was up against Minoru Suzuki in a really interesting match, I would say. Minoru... This guy's been around for a long time, been around a lot of different companies, and he he is so built for this business that I just feel like he's one of those characters that goes just super unfazed. Then we look at, you know, Adam Copeland, how far he's, you know, come from from not only leaving WWE, but building his brand over here in AEW is a complete polar opposite to how he built his brand in WWE. And the way he's doing it is by just purely wrestling. I think that, to be honest with you, Adam Copeland looks better right now than he did towards the end of that WWE run. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like turning over a new leaf. I don't know if it's a rejuvenation. He got into the freaking, you know what I mean? He, he sipped off the Holy Grail. I don't know what's going on. But he's found something here. And he's got his juices flowing the right way again. He ends up winning. Great match against the New Japan Pro Wrestling legend. And backstage, Christian Cage, the TNT champion, is watching. And Christian Cage and Adam Copeland have some words. And I believe that moving forward, there's going to be a great, great match between those two. I think we're going to get a real good match between those two very soon. So be on the lookout for that. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Preston Super Show. Just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night. God bless. Palms 37.4 KJV. Make sure to check out my new book, Smoke on the Cruise, a wonderful read. You won't be disappointed. Good night and God bless.